0: Welcome to Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Toos And I'm Brittany Fry.
1: We are two young moms that are committed to loving motherhood because we believe that it is something to be enjoyed, not just endured. We want to cherish the sweet moments and be present during the hard ones
0: while we grow alongside our children. As we have entered motherhood, we have found so much comfort and value in conversations with women in all different stages of motherhood. And we are here to share those conversations so we can grow together and embrace all of the joy modern motherhood brings. Happy New Year. It is January 1st when this is going to be launching, which is
1: weird. That is weird.
0: We survived 2020.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yay, New Year. Hopefully, hopefully a better one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't even talk about it (laughs) but we are very appropriately talking about goals and I don't honestly know that goals is even the right word for the conversation that we're going to be having but mostly more about like setting intentions and
1: looking to the future yeah and bettering ourselves yes
0: bettering ourselves perfect but I think this is gonna be a good episode so thanks for being here I'll start out today with what I'm grateful for. Today, I'm grateful for our good friend, Janet. (laughs) If you don't know Janet Lansbury... That's how we refer to her. (laughs) Yes, we actually don't know her, but she doesn't know... Let's say she doesn't know us, (laughs) but we know her. Yes, we do. (laughs) Love Janet, but... if you don't follow her, you should follow her on Instagram. And she also has a podcast. It's Unruffled. It's a parenting podcast, but she is very much about gentle parenting. And I remember listening to her podcast for the first time. Miles was a baby and I literally was just crying in my car listening to her podcast because everything she said resonated with me so well. I just felt like her words were so true, and I'm grateful for her today because Miles is my sweet toddler, and he is just having a lot of emotions right now. And I am really grateful for her because I feel like she has taught me how to um, how to embrace them and how to support him through them. So, Janet, I'm grateful for you. If <laughs> <laughs> you're listening out there, our dream, our yeah. dream would be to have Janet listen. Yeah, or. As a guest, honestly, I, let's
1: just put that out into the universe. It's an affirmation. That will be our intention. Um, I am grateful today for just like, I'm grateful for modern mothering. Does that feel just so appropriate? So appropriate. Um, well, once
0: again, on brand. I, know it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just was thinking how grateful I am for all of the modern, I don't even know what word to use, just modern things modern inventions that we have that help me every day to be a better mom and i am laughing because my modern invention is like not the most not the most <laughs> I'm like, dying to know what you're talking it's about. like not even technological in any way it's the jolly jumper oh my gosh <laughs> so modern, so forward thinking <laughs> but it just is brilliant you know you don't have to stick it in your doorway you yeah. can just set it up wherever if you I don't love know it. what that is google it so you get the cute um
0: The cute visual.
1: Yes. Anyway, I just, Wells is three months and he just wants to be up and moving and kicking and standing. He doesn't want to snuggle anymore. And so it can just be really hard to hold on to him. I can't believe you're at that phase already. Isn't that crazy? I'm kind of dying. No, I can't believe it either. It was so fast. So we just pulled out the Jolly Jumper and he just jumps around happy as could be. like So sweet. Just smiling ear to ear the whole entire time. Do you turn on the Irish music? No, but I need to. <laughs> You need to, and we'll post it to our stories. Oh, that's a great idea. The world needs to see. (laughs) Anyway, I just think that there's so many little things like that that make parenting and mothering just so much easier right now, which is really great. You're so right. My mom, grateful for that. My mom will
0: sometimes see things that I'm using. She's like, "Uh, the things I would do to have had that. Yes. Yep, I agree. So we're very lucky. So with the new year starting, we are always thinking about our goals And I will just share my experience last year so you can kind of get a frame of reference for where we're going now. But last year, my goal was to do just to develop habits throughout the year that helped me become more of the person I want to be. And I split it up by month. And so I had a goal, not not really a goal, but a habit I wanted to establish in January and February. And the idea was that I would take that habit with me into the next month. I will say COVID hit in March and the thing I was doing in March was waking up early to work out. And I came to the conclusion that I did not want my days to be any longer. (laughs) Like One of the few times in motherhood that I'm like, I do not want more hours in a day. I want less. So that kind of went out the window and just to be completely transparent, I, I consider myself a goal-oriented person and I was just in survival mode all year. And um, For those of you that don't know or follow my personal Instagram, Pierce has um, some pretty severe back problems and that kind of consumed our 2020 to be totally honest. And I feel like 2020 was survival mode for us. So I am really, really looking forward to growing in 2021. And we definitely did do a lot of growing in 2021, but it wasn't necessarily intentional. It was forced upon us, (laughs) which is great. We learned from that too. But anyway, it was a survival season and I'm looking forward to a
1: growing season. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, obviously the change in calendar year, you know, people always joke, like, what's the big deal? It's January 1st. And like, It could be, you know, for all we know, July 27th. And like, why does that matter? What? But I think just having a reason to set new intentions and to just feel like you're getting a new start is meaningful. And it's nice to have the opportunity to reflect. And yeah, just, I don't know, kind of start with a blank slate. And it's
0: a good, it's a really good feeling, I think, to look forward and to want to improve yourself. Totally. One thing for me entering motherhood, I felt... A little bit lost for a little while just not really feeling like I was working toward anything obviously I was so consumed in motherhood and really enjoying it but I have realized that form for me to be a happy and present mother I need to have other things going on besides motherhood and setting setting goals for me is a really big part of that just having something to work toward and what has worked well for me is breaking it up, like I said, into months. I have also in the past broken it into quarters. Um, so like three month, three month um, increments. And that just works much better for me rather than at the beginning of the year being like, I want to keep my house clean and be a better wife. And Make a list 20 run every day. items and, long. Yes. And all <laughs> of a sudden I'm like so consumed with all of these things I have to do. Yeah. So doing it in smaller increments really does work so much better for me. So would for sure recommend
1: that. Yeah. And I will say too, that our circumstances may, m- may not be different come January 1st, right? Like or yeah. January 7th or whatever, like it may not be different than 2020. Right. Yeah. But I just think having these intentions to, like you said, just like grow who we are outside of being a mom as well as being a mom, but like other things as well, yeah. um, could make all the difference.
0: Well, and this year, at least we know what we're getting ourselves into. Exactly. <laughs> Last year it was like <laughs>
1: blindsided. Yes. Yes.
0: But this year, at least we know, I feel like we're going to be a lot more realistic in our expectations. Totally. We didn't know we were being unrealistic,
1: but we were. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this funniest video. I don't know if you watched just about this girl reading her. Oh, yeah. Her goals for 2020. And they were just like, Had so I was laughing so hard. they were just like, so ironic of all the things you didn't know. were Be
0: more social.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Make more money. Yeah. And she says she got laid off from her job. Yeah. Like-
1: <laughs> she was like crying, laughing by the end. <laughs> and I was too, because it was just so
0: relatable. Oh, totally.
1: Totally. So and when Paris and I were talking about this episode, I was having a really hard time, honestly, just because goal setting, I think, honestly, in the last year, and just feeling, again, like I'm going through that newborn stage again. I mean, I don't know how long you can say that, honestly. I feel like I could claim it for a solid 12 months. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you can kind of claim it for like 12 years. (laughs) But um, it's just really um, felt unrealistic for me to set goals in a way. And not that I'm not setting intentions or um, just you know finding motivation to be a better person but i think the idea of like setting a certain amount of time and coming up you know with like a measurable goal has felt like honestly like a different level than i'm actually ready for yet and in talking about that i think we both sort of agreed with that, that yeah. like we aren't necessarily ready to be like hey i'm gonna you know buy July 1st, I'm going to be running a half marathon yeah. or whatever it is. Um, but really, we just want to create better habits to then, I think, one day <laughs> be able to set those kinds of goals. Yes,
0: yes. And I like that you're making that distinction because there is a big difference between goals and intentions. And honestly, we shouldn't. We were going to title this like goals for the new year or something along those lines. But we really should do intentions because totally that's what we're talking about. And you can have growth without having like these clear cut goals and I, and what I mean by that, um, Britt and I have both read the book atomic habits, which we'll probably reference a couple times throughout this because it was a great book. And I feel like we both learned a lot, but the thing that they talk about that has resonated with me in kind of going forward with this podcast and what we're going to be talking about is, um, the distinction between identity versus outcome and, it's both much more effective and also way more manageable to both of us. And I think any mom to focus on the identity versus the outcome. So to give you an example an identity would be, I am a healthy person and you think of yourself as a healthy person and you treat your body well. And the outcome would be, I am 15 pounds lighter or whatever we know we don't need to get into like yeah, weight loss run or anything a like that I'm yeah or gonna... run a marathon or like those really clear goals not that there's anything wrong with having those clear goals but what will change you for the better and be far less overwhelming is just changing the way you see yourself Um, and one thing I did last year like I said it was wake up in the morning it was telling myself like I'm a morning person I enjoy my mornings the morning is something that I need and that really did work for me and was much less overwhelming than I work out at 5 a.m. every morning for an hour Mm -hmm. I I don't know that worked well for me and he also goes on to um clarify the difference between systems versus goals and systems are the things that you do that help you to reach what you want to be rather than an outcome like a goal that feels just so far away so for example it could be um I run three mornings a week and that's your system. And so every, every week you run three mornings a day. And that's so much more doable than, um, I am running a half marathon. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that you can't run a half marathon,
1: but if you're going to achieve those goals, you have to focus on the, the systems Systems first. Yeah. An example that my husband and I were talking about, um, we've read this book a couple of times, The atomic habits book. And I just like did a little refresher and thinking about the new year and the kinds of habits that I want to form. And we were just talking about how you, you know, a guy could have a goal of like bench pressing 300 pounds, but he's never going to get there if he doesn't already have the habit of going to the gym every day. And I just feel like that right now in my life. And maybe honestly, I feel like a lot of us do just with the way the last year has gone. Um, the Maybe we need to just reflect on what habits do we have and who are we becoming? What kind of people do we want to be before we think about specific goals, if that makes any sense? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love the thought of just thinking who you want to be and what's actually going to get you there. Because I feel like come January, everybody's goal is eat healthier, (laughs) which I think after the new year is totally valid. But it's a good idea to be really intentional about those and really think who am I trying to be and build your goals and intentions around that instead.
1: Yeah. And I think that this is a really important question as mothers. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but just like identifying as something, something else as well as a mom. You know, just seeing yourself as like, I am a runner and I'm a mom, or I am a friend and I'm a mom, or, you know, just whatever it may be. Like, it's just really important, I think, to exercise those other things that we do outside of being a mom. And I think that ultimately this coming year, like, those are the things that I want to focus on. And those are the things that hopefully will support me in motherhood, yeah. right? That will help me to be a better mother as well.
0: Yeah. I really do find so much joy in progressing myself outside of motherhood. And it does, it does make me a better mother. It really does. And I I know I kind of touched on this at the beginning, but that was something that's really hard for me about becoming a mom is just not knowing what I was working toward. And then as I kind of got a little bit more comfortable with myself, got more comfortable in my role of motherhood, I realized that I can take time for myself and I can work on other things. And I I need that for my identity and it makes me it makes me happier it really does. And so I feel like having goals or intentions however however you want to call it is something that I need. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I get a little bit lost in motherhood. And one thing that has been big for me is writing down my goals just so I can keep them clear, I can focus on what I want to be and that's something I try and do. Um, when I'm waking up early in the morning, which I, I have been in a little bit of a lull of, but when I'm waking up in the early in the morning, that's what I do. First thing in the morning is I will write those down pen and paper. And it just is a, it's a good feeling to me. And that might not be for everybody, but for me, that's something that it grounds me and it makes me, it makes me happier. And it makes me more intentional with how I live my life rather than just feeling like I'm kind of
1: floating from day to day. Totally. Okay. Something you said just reminded me, I have been, so season four of The Crown just came out. Uh, I'm so excited (laughs) to get there, but I'm still on season two. Little sidetrack here, but I love The Crown. Like just love it so much. And you got me really into it. (laughs) I'm so glad. So I took a little break from it for a while. Um, but then, you know, every time you have a new baby and you start nursing again, you need like some, you need a show. Like you need something to do in that time. You're just sitting there. (laughs) Granted, Wells eats so quickly that I feel like I don't have enough time now to watch it. But then you can just stay there and cuddle after. But I, so I've been, um, finishing season three so I can start season four. And, um, it was really interesting because in, I think it was this last episode I watched It's Prince Charles. He's talking about um, needing purpose and meaning in his life and just like the waiting game to become king. And he shares a story. um, He like really loves literature, right? So he um, is talking about this author in America who wrote a story about um, a man, a boy waiting to go to war. And the person he's telling this to, she's like, he couldn't wait to go to war, even though he might die. And he's like, well, yeah, I guess that's how bad we need purpose in our life. Yeah. And that just like struck a chord with me.
0: Yeah. That's so intense, but so true.
1: It was, it was really interesting. Anyway, I just was thinking like, yeah, I, I feel that way. And like, obviously it was a very extreme example, but I just, you know, I think, we all we all need purpose we all need meaning and especially just with the way things are going right now um it's es, been yeah, hard to find that yeah yeah so i just think it's all the more important to find that right now
0: yeah i think we need it more than ever yeah and it's harder to find more than ever but we should all be looking for it because it is so important
1: yeah so okay i want to ask you what are some of your intentions for the new year? Okay. I, I am happy to share. Slash, and who do you want to become? What are you? Th- yeah. What are ooh, like the areas that's of like your such life a deep you're question. focusing on?
0: <laughs> I've been thinking about this and I definitely want to set, um, like an intention for the month. And I've also been considering depending on the COVID situation, but trying to develop a new skill every month Cool. or not necessarily develop a skill, but work, I guess develop works too but anyways like improve a skill and so I think if we're still like if things are still slow with COVID I will probably feel like I can do a skill but if not I'll just for the attention yeah um but one that I had last year that was really special to me and I will do again this year because unfortunately I need a refresher (laughs) one of my goals was to um not be so nitpicky with my husband Pierce he said to me one day, and I don't think I will ever forget this. And now that I'm saying it in a podcast, I will really never forget (laughs) it. But I remember him saying to me one day, just like completely seriously, I was like nagging him about something. He's like, I feel like you're always mad at me and I'm never mad at you. And it was just so sweet and not confrontational. Just he was just stating the truth and it made me sad, but it also made me like really, really reflect. Like Pierce is an angel. Like, if you know him, he's so sweet. Like, the f- reason I'm mad at him is because he, like, didn't shut the cupboard or, like, <laughs> left his shoes out. Like, those are really silly things to be, um, like, critical about him for. Right. And so my goal for January was just to not be critical of my husband, which is, I wish that that was, like, so, so it came easy so, and natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does, but sometimes I, like, find myself just, like, criticizing him when he when that's not fair. And really like me criticizing him and him not criticizing me isn't because I'm a better partner than he is. It's because <laughs> right. he is more patient and looks for the good in me when sometimes I like am quick to nag him, which is not something I like love about myself or am proud about myself. So that is I think going to be um one of my very first ones again is um I actually do feel like it's something that I've kept with me from my practice of it last year. I love but, that. I'll definitely want to do it again this year because I think it was really helpful for me, honestly, to just be like extra conscientious of it for a month. Um, I, I know I have already talked about this, but Pierce's, um, back has had some really bad problems this, this year. So I, my morning routine, I was actually just getting in the groove of it. And then, um, Pierce had like Extra back pain. And so I wasn't able to wake up in the mornings because it would wake him up and he was having such a hard time sleeping that just he needed that anything he could get. But great news, he's doing better. I think that's something that I really want to reinstate. And I'm really looking forward to reinstating because it does feel so good. And just to become a morning person again, that's Mm -hmm. something that I have missed and I cherish that and haven't been able to do it. So I'm looking forward to that. I have thought I would like to go plant-based for a month, not necessarily to stay plant-based, but just to get more practiced at incorporating a lot more vegetables into our diet and um, just like getting more familiar with cooking that way because I was looking at my pantry today and I'm like, I used to eat so healthy. When did I start buying this crap? <laughs> and I just realized like I've gotten out of the practice of treating my body well. So I would like to just take a month to focus on that as well.
1: And those are just a few that I'm like thinking of off I the love top those. of my head. What are some of yours? I love those. Um, I think the morning one is definitely something I want to focus on right now. I just think it's so hard to wake up to babies crying. Yeah. Right. It's not
0: the best way to start your day.
1: It's totally not. And I, I mean, I love waking up to my children, Yeah, but (laughs) just to feel like I'm unprepared to, to for my day, as well as everyone else's day, I think it feels so
0: much better to go get your baby feeling like you've taken care of yourself first. A
1: hundred percent. And like, I'm ready for not only the things that I have ahead of me, but like, I'm ready to take care of someone else too. And I just feel like when you wake up to a baby, like you don't quite have all your bearings you know, straight.
0: And if I've woken up before him and had like an hour to myself or even 30 minutes to myself, and then he wakes up, I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited to go get him. Totally. But if, if I wake up to him crying, I'm like, Oh, five more minutes. Totally.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree. So, and I think just along with that, it's made me think about the way I want to spend my mornings and what things I want to do. Um, and like what areas of myself I want to grow. So I came up with three different areas that I want to work on, I think in the mornings, and I haven't quite figured out the routine to it yet, but one of them is just the spiritual side of myself that I want to feel like that's a more consistent part of myself that I'm exercising. And I think this looks different for everyone, right? Whether you are reading your scriptures, um, it could be meditating, it could be prayer, whatever that looks like but i just want to feel like very confident in the consistency of exercising like my spiritual self. Yeah. Um another one is just being active. I do think of myself as an active person. That's something that is a really big part of my family and the way i grew up. Yeah. And just um going through pregnancy and postpartum is like a new experience, right? It's something that you have to figure out as it comes. And yeah. it can be really difficult. And especially in the winter when it's so yeah. cold in Utah. <laughs> I'm I like, forgot how cold it is. Am I such a wimp? I've been setting my phone. Okay, this is a cool thing you can do. And this goes along with my morning, like wanting to be a morning person. I've been putting under the health, um, is it a health? the health app yeah, on yourself. your phone? You can set like a bedtime, a bedtime? and a wake up time. And like, you can say how many hours you want to sleep. So I just set mine automatically for like eight hours. And when it hits your bedtime, well, like 45 minutes, I think before it hits your bedtime, it will put your phone on do not disturb. And every time you open your phone, like to, or, um, light up the screen, it won't show your notifications. It will just give you, like it will say good evening, and bedtime is set for this time. It's so good. And then in the morning, when you wake up, it's the same thing. It will say good morning, and it will tell me the temperature outside, <laughs> which is actually kind of frightening. <laughs> so I feel funny. like this last week it's been like it's 18 degrees. No. I'm like, oh, no, we're not please, ready. no. <laughs> But it's been a really, really good thing to get me on a better schedule. So that's a little tip for anyone else that's wanting great. I'm gonna to do be, that
0: as soon as we're done recording.
1: Yeah, I'm loving that. So just like finding time to be active, whether that means stretching, something I love. My parents have been doing yoga on Sunday mornings. And Sweet. I love that because we don't usually like get a big workout in on Sundays. But like just doing something to move your body, I think is just so healthy and Uh, It's something I want to teach my boys as well. It's just like an active lifestyle. So that's something else. And then my final one was just having a moment of like introspection or self-reflection through journaling, mostly through journaling. But I just think that that could also be a time to like set intentions or goals, really just like look at um, maybe things, bad habits that I want to change, whatever it may be. I remember
0: our friend said to us, she's like, if I can meditate and pray and exercise and
1: it was those three I think it was oh, meditate
0: pray and exercise yes were those three?
1: or scriptures it yeah, was meditate it.
0: meditate <laughs> I'm like it's so stuck with me and now I can't remember <laughs> but really it's stuck do with think, me too. I do think about that like those three things like if I can do those every day I'm doing well and it, and, and it changes my world. Yes, it that was like me her advice at the
1: beginning of quarantine, right? We were like all in this Marco Polo chat of like, what do we do? This yeah. is so hard. And those were her three. She's like, if I feel like if I do these three three things every day, it makes a difference. And it does. It does.
0: Yeah, it absolutely does. Also, side note, I have to tell you this. As Brittany was saying this, um, she's talking about act- activity and how it's a big part of her and her family. I just have to tell you, um, Brittany and I both ride ride and like spin bikes <laughs> and I just have to tell you she was, like, nine months pregnant, and I could see her, like, scores from classes, and she was kicking my butt. No. I'm, like, I'm like over here, like, working my butt off two years oh. postpartum, like, Whatever. like, working so hard, and Brittany, like, You're <laughs> nice. Brittany's, like, got her stitches you're... and just got cleared and is kicking my butt.
1: Okay, so. I don't know what you're talking. It's all the energy I have because I've been only doing it, like, once a week, so oh I build God. up all this energy, and then I just get it all out once a week. Yeah, no, don't, don't you lie to me. Consistent.
0: No, well, anyways, Brittany is very, very like, she's very strong and I admire that. Oh my her.
1: gosh, you're nice. Well, that's something I want to work on. Be more consistent. In, yeah. And just like moving my body. Being I active. want to be
0: more consistent with that as well. So what I'm going to do this year, and I did this last year as well. And, um, I, I already said how my last year went, but I did, I did really like my system for for what it was worth. But I am gonna go through just I love, I really do, I find really bettering myself is something that is so important to me and valuable to me and really does bring me peace and joy and um, like a sense of fulfillment. Anyway, I feel like that was a little bit of a tangent. But what I'm gonna do is I'm going to write down my 12 things for each month that I wanna do just so I can remember Remember them, and then I'll probably plan out just one month at a time. But I can draw from that list if I feel like I'm needing
1: ideas. A lot of times, I think that we—I mean, we all know this, right? We start out the new year with a huge list, and then five days later, we haven't done a single thing on it. Yeah, and it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's so overwhelming. It's so so. I really do like the idea of breaking it down month by month and just giving yourself like an op like this big opportunity of the beginning of the year. Right. But giving yourself that opportunity 12 times during the yes, year, Yes, exactly. You don't do it once a year.
0: You do it 12 times a year and yeah. you do it in such a smaller piece that it does feel so manageable. And by the 11th of January, you're not like, well, forget the New Year's resolution. Right. That To be exactly the right. same person I was
1: last year. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Oh, and that's it great really advice. is a
0: great way to check in with yourself every month and say, what do I want to work on this month? And then at the end of a month, you can reflect on how it went. And if it didn't go that well, you know, that's one month. That's
1: not a totally, year. totally. Yeah. It's just much more manageable. Yeah, I agree. We were in talking about this podcast or this specific episode. I feel like we were really anxious to hear ideas of what other people were doing as well. So we just want to encourage you to please share with us. We want to start a conversation, comment on our last post about this episode and share with us what intentions you're setting for the new year, or maybe the systems that you have set in place to accomplish those things.
0: Yes. Please tell us so that we can learn from each other. That is the whole point. Britt and I don't have all the answers, we don't know everything. That is literally <laughs> what it's close. called Kindred Conversations. As these are conversations so we can learn from each other and learn together. And we're really grateful to be doing this with you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, please leave us a review. It really does mean so much to us. And it is not only does it make us feel good, but it is helpful to help us grow our podcast and to help more moms find it and to join the community. So if you enjoyed, please leave a review and you can join the conversation at kindred underscore conversations on Instagram.